Trevor Alpert, the team of Brass and Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio, my guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, making one of his periodic appearances. One of his periodic appearances, contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball, Dane Perry. This edition of Fangraphs Audio finds Dane Perry ill, with some manner of cold virus, it would appear. And yet, despite his illness, not above casting aspersions as per usual. That, well, that's not my concern so much. My concern is your trash breath. It smelled like a, a, a corpse in a food processor. Those who've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in the electronic pages of Fangraphs should not listen to this. Uh, please be advised that you should not listen to this. What you should do is you should seek out one of Dave Cameron's weekly Monday appearances. Those are typically full of crack baseball analysis. Also, if you're interested in prospects, Kyler McDaniel's weekly Friday appearances are full of considerable merit as well. No, uh, indeed, what follows bears much more resemblance to the last will and testament of a man who won't be forgotten after he dies, but rather will be forgotten during his lifetime. This Fangraphs Audio features Dane Perry, and it begins right now. Listen, I want to say a couple things. We'll All get right. to your illness in a moment. Uh, I apologize for being a bit tardy. I was tending to my morning ablutions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, <clears throat> it was getting dangerously close to noon, at which point I would have had to perform my afternoon ablutions. I was able to get them done in the morning, though. Yeah, those are important. Those are important. Yeah. Afternoons are the sign of a man who is not on top of things. <laughs> yeah, this is right. Yeah, yeah. So I had to complete yeah, complete my morning ablutions. Also, <laughs> what do they consist of? Morning constitutional and brushing your teeth? Uh, let's see. Uh, dirty secret, Dane. I don't brush my teeth in the morning. Okay. Huh. Mm-hmm. Not even after having a... Uh, a, a, a delightful breakfast? No, not even then. Okay. It is a well because usually after a delightful breakfast I move on to coffee. Okay. Which takes me to lunch. Okay. After which I will uh, tend to um, engage in a in an early afternoon beer. So you don't. Okay, hold on. Let's mm. everything. Yeah. So you will go about your day. If your if your day entails leaving the house even without brushing your teeth, that's exactly right. Jesus, I want to say a couple things about it. I recognize that it is not how other people choose to conduct their lives. Okay. I will also say that I have a flawless dental record. That well, that's not my concern so much. My concern is your trash breath. <laughs> Could you not even at least, like, brush your tongue for the sake of others you'll be talking to? <laughs> have you ever noticed in particular that I have bad breath? Yes. No, you have not. I have. Yes. You have not. Yes. I have. <laughs> yes. I, I, you know how I know you haven't? Because you <laughs> would have called that to my attention. No, no. Im- immediately. No, I, I'm, I'm, 
I had discretion and I thought, well, perhaps this is something metabolic about him that he can't help. <laughs> but it smelled like a, a, a corpse in a food processor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I remember uh, my lovely wife was giving me that, like, what's that smell look? Oh, right, right. Right. I, I opened my mouth and pointed to it and pointed to you. But just just, uh, just as I had turned around, and then as I turned back, you ixnay on the ester J. Is that right? Well, the smell overcame me at that point. So. Okay. <laughs> the vapors. The silly vapors. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. I find it a little off-putting that you don't brush your teeth before leaving the house. Yeah. Well, <laughs> In my defense, I I rarely leave the house. Nonetheless, I'm a baseball web logger. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, uh, I think we're done here. Yeah, what's that? I think we're done. The <clears throat> a shower is mostly that's the big part of the ablutions. Okay, um, do you shower every day? I don't shower every day. No, but today I did oh. shower because. Well, for a couple reasons. Uh, one is I'm, um, uh, directly after this conversation, my wife and I are driving down to Concord, New Hampshire, uh-huh. and uh, where we'll be ha- uh, joining my father for lunch. Okay. At the Barley House across from the capital, the capital of New Hampshire. That sounds fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have a Reuben sandwich. I already know that. All right. Which I believe <laughs> is great. Also, I have a I have a little bit of a hangover. The, okay. As the French call it, the gold de bois, head of wood. The what of wood? Head of wood, or like it's okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Muzzle. It's kind of like the word, like a like a or beak, like dogs have gulls, gull. Okay. Yeah, and I believe that a Reuben is a great treatment for. What is responsible for this hangover? What's that? What is responsible for this hangover? Well, it is the same thing that's responsible for my slightly husky voice. Okay. Uh, and that was a holiday party last night thrown in a local establishment. Okay. Which, in which now, did you? Uh, how much wholesome, nutritious alcohol did you consume? Well, I can tell you that I ended the evening uh, drinking white Zinfandel. <laughs> that gives you an idea of the the path the path of the evening. <laughs> yeah. White Zin. Yep, white Zin. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh huh. There were no strangely there was no fondue available. That is the calling card of the suburban whore. <laughs> um, that's what I wanted to feel like last night. I also I also sang uh, multiple karaoke tunes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The Rose by Bette Midler. No, I didn't get to it. Um, I my go to I think uh, my go to is Louis Armstrong's "Hello Dolly" in the voice of Louis Armstrong. Okay. And uh, but we did some fun ones after that. Um, uh, Georgia Satellite, No Huggy, No Kissy. Right, yeah. Short People by Randy Newman. <clears throat> okay, yeah. And yeah. then, uh, Accidentally, Psycho Killer by Talking Heads. Okay. Just uh, to say? Yeah, right. Well, there is, yeah, there is French in it. There's quite a bit of French in it, actually. There's sort of a, an interlude. Yeah, so there, so I was drinking White Zinfandel and singing, at, singing out of my heart. That is, uh, that is the, uh, it sounds like the evening of a, a, a freshly minted divorcee. <laughs> what that sounds like. Uh, no, it might lead to my divorce. Okay. But, uh, I, no. Let me 
me say this. I find absolutely nothing enjoyable about karaoke. That's probably true. Yeah. Either participating in it or viewing it or being in the proximity of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that for the people in attendance, the greatest pleasure that's derived from it is wondering who's going to go. Like, oh, are you going to go? Am I going to go? Am I going to go? Are you yeah. going to go? Are you going to go up? You're going to go up? You're so brave. You're so brave for going up. Right. Yeah. I suppose that's part of it. There was none of this last night, but sometimes you will find people who are very serious about their oh yes karaoke yes. songs, and they want to do they want to to perform a difficult song, uh-huh. usually by some by a songstress like Mariah uh-huh. Carey or Whitney Houston. Uh-huh. That and they want they want to show off their voice. Okay. And I yeah. To me, that's not. Occasionally, you'll find someone who does all that and then wants to command the crowd. <laughs> pointing and you know things like that you know have you never have you never seen have you ever seen shouting a name of the town. what's that shouting out the name of the town they're in yeah. how you doing tonight you know Levittown <laughs> yeah Schenectady Schenectady <laughs> <laughs> There was a place. There, ladies of Scarsdale. Out there. <laughs> there is a place. There is a. There is a. Uh, a stop along one of the Metro North trains, train lines in uh, uh, up the Hudson on the Hudson River. I think it's yeah. called Spite and Guyville. Spite and okay. Guyville. Okay. Spite and. Spite and Dyville. Sorry, Spite and Dyville. Yeah, they they have better names of things in the in the, the northeastern core. Yeah, S P U Y T E N. That's Spiten. S P U. Is it the river near Philly that's like Skullkill or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the there's the um the the dump, the giant dump called Fresh Kills. Okay, that's which, all right. Which all is right. over in Staten Island. Yeah, Fresh Kills, which I think is Dutch. This might be Dutch too. I think this is probably Dutch. S P U Y T E N and then D U Y V I L. Spite and Dival, I believe it's pronounced. Sounds, you know. Some it's you know, it's by a people who feared Satan. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, it's actually funny you you say that. I'm looking it up here. Spite and Dival literally means spouting devil in Dutch. Okay, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, reference to a creek. Uh, everyone who's like mortified of Satan should name things. Should name everything related to anything. After Satan. Well, no, just to to evoke a general fear of of eternal damnation. You know. Oh, it's like a reminder that it's there. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Like a memento mori. Are you familiar with the memento mori? Uh, I'm familiar with having to blow my nose, which is what I'm about to do. <laughs> okay, yeah, let let that happen. We're gonna get to that. I want to. I want to. You find keep talking. I'm gonna go get some tissue. Are you going to be listening? No. Nah. Hmm. Well, that's not that's not fun for anyone. We're going to we're going to ask Dane about his illness pretty soon. And um I hope I hope it's nothing terrible because he does seem to be a person who would be susceptible to to the awful. And uh for all of his flaws that I don't think that Dane should die. All right, that's all sir. Um a memento mori Literally, like the memory that you have to die, 
I think there are a number of examples of it. The one with which I'm familiar is um, the emperor in Rome. The emperor would employ uh-huh. a man uh-huh. to follow him, like right behind him during like a, a triumphal procession or march, like after a victory in battle. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd come into the city with all the booty. Yeah. They'd just have loads of booty. Uh, the, there would be a guy behind the emperor who would say, uh, yeah, you, yeah, but you're gonna die. You, sure, you won this battle, you have all this money, but you're gonna die. Yeah. He would just say that. Well, that's not, well, that seems rude. Well, but no, but he did it on purpose. I mean, he was hired for that purpose. I, I realize that. Okay. I think it, uh, has something to do with Roman virtue. <laughs> well. We see how that worked out. Yeah, see how that worked out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dana, let me tell you about some of the things I've been coughing up. <laughs> I, I, uh, have you ever like cracked an egg that's too far along in the process, and you see <laughs> the beginnings of a a baby chick? Yeah. Yeah. I believe I coughed up a baby chick last <laughs> time. What? Uh, well, like it, it was it was wreathed in blood, no. and in the center, in the nuclei, if you will, nucleus, if you will. Yeah, I will. I believe I saw a rudimentary <laughs> chicken. What? Uh, can you talk more about your cold? When did you get it? It's it's not a cold. It's chicken pneumonia. Or <laughs> you have chickens in your lungs. That's what I feel like. Little baby chicken, embryonic, embryonic yeah. chickens. Yeah. Well, Chick- chicken feti. Chicken zygotes in my lungs. <laughs> no, happened. Did you, did you, is it a type of aviary flu? Is that what it is? You have a bird, you have a poultry flu. I can only assume. Uh-huh. And you know they're chickens for a fact. They're not the gooses or... Hens? What is that? Hen is a chicken, right? Hen is a type of a chicken. Yes. Yeah. There might be a Cornish hen. <laughs> Do you, now, Cornish hen, does that refer to the animal or is that the preparation of the I, animal? I assume it's preparation. Okay. But, yes. So that, that's what I've got happening. What, what do you, when did you know you were sick, Dane? This has been going on. I'm the sort of man, never sick for more than three days. Uh-huh. I, 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 you know, I get afflicted and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. This has been going on for, it'll be a week tomorrow. And has there been any sort of arc progression <clears throat> in your illness? Um, different kinds of misery. <laughs> <laughs> Just different stages of off, of the yeah. awful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sort of a double feature, sort of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Has it worked its way through you at all? Like, do you feel like is there's a progression that way? Like, it started as a head cold and that. Okay. And... So yeah, I just can breathe, and then then came the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah. I, I I believe it is a. How do you say in French? All right, we're gonna give this a name. How do you say in French? Chickens of the lungs. <laughs> I could say like, well, you'd say les poules, les poules de, 
Mm, I'm going to need to use translate. Is that? Let's go. Let's Google this because we need to give this a name. Chicken something. Or just lung chickens. I think I like that better. Yeah, they can't do that. Well, I guess they could. Well, just say the word for lung. I don't know the word for lung. That's what I'm saying, telling you to Google. All right, I'm, I, I can do this faster than you. Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> oh, poumon. You could say it would be like poulet, poulet poumon. I'm going to longer trust you to do this, so I'm going to handle it myself. Les poulets. Les poulets. Just, you would spend all that time in Europe if you're not going to learn how to say lung chickens. <laughs> you poulet de poumon. <laughs> That's how it is. Poulet de poumon. De poumon. I, like I said, I'm going to do this myself. Okay. You just talk about whatever you want to. I'm, I'm, I'm working here. Yeah. One <laughs> <Lung> chicken. <laughs> like to get a French one. My, 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 my computer is pretty slow right now. Lung try. chicken. Poulet poumon. Poulet. All right, I'm gonna. Poulet poumon. Someone didn't. Well, you got someone to pronounce the thing that doesn't exist. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that's a, ter- that's a terrible illness you have. There is an urban legend, right? Um, that consists of the following: someone has been has gone has gone to Kentucky Fried Chicken and ordered a bucket of wings, and then has. Uh, eaten those wings or shared them with other people unbeknownst let's see unbeknownst to that person there were somehow cockroach larvae or something oh, oh. in Jane. that in inside of the chicken box right and yeah. then what happens is like the eggs this is a, obviously the, this is far-fetched but the eggs somehow embed themselves in a cut in the mouth of the person who has consumed the chicken the eggs grow in the skin, the mouth skin, the soft tissue of the in, of the mouth, and then out ha- out hatches many cockroaches, baby cockroaches. <laughs> Is this a, you never heard this before? I have not. That urban le- I guess assume it's a legend. It's told but it's told by one child to another child, another stupider child. Right. And at one point I was the stupider child. And then uh, I told, then I passed it along. Well, in my day, it was like if you consumed pop rocks and coke at the same time, your head would blow up. Well, no, you could kill a seagull that way. That's how I heard that. Oh, I thought that was like uh... guns. <laughs> <laughs> you could kill a seagull with guns for the less imaginative child. I'm sure that would do the trick. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, time out, time out. What are you looking up now? Not nothing. I have a chicken in my mouth. <laughs> oh, you. So you. So you think. So, but my point is, do you think that what has happened to you is something along the lines of this scenario I've just described, Dane? Where you? Where maybe you accidentally ate? Maybe you accidentally ate an egg that was that did have a, a sort of half-formed chicken fetus. No, do you want to know what I have? <laughs> you know, do you want to know what afflicts me? Is this going to be in French? 
poulet tout nom. That's what a flexible. chicken. It's also possible that I think if you want, if if for the adjectival form of lung, so there might be, it might also be poulet pulmonaire. Uh, you know what? I just did that. Yeah. I just made a plural and we get. Poulet pulmonaire. <laughs> Lung chickens. <laughs> Do you think that you that you contracted it though, maybe by eating a half-formed chicken fetus? Yes. And then and then and then well, this is not really how it happens, but or maybe multiple. Somehow there became inside of you somehow eggs. Somehow your body's laying chicken eggs inside <laughs> your body is producing <laughs> eggs. That my my sort of my my thorax is now completely a chicken coop. <laughs> there, there's a at the well at the end of Annie Hall, Woody Allen tells the joke. He said a guy goes to the doctor and says, "Doctor, doctor, help me! My brother, my brother's laying eggs." Yeah, and then the doctor says, "Well, why don't you tell him to stop or whatever?" And he's or no, my brother turned into a chicken. Uh, this is already ruined. Yeah, well, it's not, that's not the point, isn't it? Still, joke. He says, "My brother turned into a chicken," and then he says, "Well, why are you turning back?" He says, "I can't. I can't. I need the eggs." He's happy his brother's a chicken because he gets free eggs. Right. So maybe you you were turning into a chicken. Very Woody Allen jokey. Maybe you're turning into a chicken, but your body is not laying the eggs correctly. The shell that's is not forming, and instead you're coughing up. These baby chickens. The obvious chair is I need to eat a barbecue fox. <laughs> Get rid of me of chickens. That's true. Yeah. Is it, is it, oh yeah, there's a fox in, what does it say? There's a fox? There's a it's fox a, in the hen house? Right, yeah. Is that right? Yes. yes. <sighs> it's a joke. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I'm often referred to by my wife as a as uh, what, another French term it involves that word pool, which is uh, papa pool, papa pool, and that's like the father hen, the the fa- the father who plays the role of the the stay at home parent. Oh, I see. A papa pool, and I think that maybe sometimes you have played the role of a papa pool. I have, yes. You stay at home parent. Mine doesn't count as much because it's a dog. Right. Yeah. That hardly counts at all, actually. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really. You can leave your dog at home by itself. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can also leave a child at home with a dog as long as the dog's name is Nana. <laughs> that is true. Which is, I believe, that is the the single fact around which the book Peter Pan was written. <laughs> was it A.A. Milne? Did A.A. Milne write that? Who wrote A.A. Milne? Who, who did that? No, he did Winnie the Pooh. Something like that. You know, who, he... who wrote Peter Pan? I don't know, man. Who wrote the book Peter Pan? Oh, know. it's not even anyone I knew. J.M. Barry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. J.M. Barry, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, that's who wrote it. I can't, this is not verified, but I believe that Wendy, the name Wendy, I believe, first appeared in in this book. Mm-hmm. The name Wendy first appeared. I cannot verify that. But no. uh, someone once told it to me, and I've continued, not unlike that story about cockroach mouth. That sounds utterly false. It is. Have you, uh, did you, speaking of KFC, yeah. 
Did you mention that earlier? Or did I did say that? so. Yeah, I said yeah. I said, talk about Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was only I only recently became familiar with this, and this may be something a lot of people know about. Yeah. But the uh, the Japanese team that underwent a Colonel Sanders related curse. <laughs> Japanese baseball team. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one, but but I I, I adore this story. Um, Wait, there's not, there's not, what are you talking, first talk about that. Wait, there's a team, was it yeah. the beginning of the story, or is that you just introducing me to the entire concept of the story? I'm introducing you to the entire concept. Okay, so the concept is, the, the beginning, middle, and end is, a team is cursed by Colonel Sanders. <laughs> a Japanese baseball team was afflicted by a Colonel Sanders-related curse. Okay. I don't know which team it was, I don't, you know, Nippon or whatever, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, the Ham Fighters. The Ham. Oh, I love that name. Well, maybe, maybe yes, maybe Colonel Sanders, who, yeah. as a purveyor of chickens, yeah, uh, naturally um, has has little in the way of good feelings about ham and pigs. Right. He yeah. decided he was he took it upon himself to curse the Ham Fighters. Yes. I was really disappointed when I learned that it was the Pond Ham yeah. Fighters and right. not on. Ham fighters. It's okay. Yeah, right. Not people who are fighting ham or who are themselves consist yeah. entirely of ham and are fighting. Yes. <laughs> Even better. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this team, whose name I cannot recall, yeah. they, you know, won the Central League, Pacific League, whatever. Yeah. And their, their, their rooters, their partisans took to the streets in celebration. And they uprooted a statue of Colonel Sanders <laughs> outside the KFC. And threw it into the river. <laughs> and it is the Hanshin Tigers. Okay. And then they underwent a uh, succession of losing seasons, which they came to attribute to the defiling of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, they then undertook an ex- a, a retrieval <laughs> okay. of Sanders statues at the bottom of the river. They, they, they searched the river. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They dredged the river. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They all fit. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. What a story. It's beautiful. Don't don't cross Colonel <laughs> Harland Sanders. Are you, you going to trifle with a man who owned slaves in 1978? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He yeah. he asked uh he asked Martin Luther King to be his butler. <laughs> he attempted to him. he said, Well, I'll pay you. Um yeah, he wanted to make him one of the he said you could be a house slave. A lot of people don't know that about Colonel Harlan yeah, that, yeah, Colonel uh, Harlan David Sanders. He stood athwart the times. He did. Yeah. That's yeah. true. He he actually designed the don't tread on me flag that's popular in the United States. <laughs> and he is the snake himself that posed for the drawing. He's a shapeshifter. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that about Colonel Sanders. Uh, do not throw his likeness into a Japanese bird. <laughs> no. Do not do it. Yeah. Yeah. How many the question is, how many actual Japanese people did Colonel Sanders himself throw into a river? As retribution. It, it was more than one. 
I'm going to guess exactly a million. (laughs) 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 Now listen, do do we or don't we think that Colonel Sanders, before his untimely death, or unfortunate death, it wasn't untimely, he was 90, (laughs) do we think that... Do we think that Colonel Sanders ever overdue? <laughs> Do you think he ever used a Bible as a weapon? <laughs> and and how many times do you think how many times do you think that the Bible also saved his life? The Bible which he kept in his breast pocket and blocked how many times do you think it, it blocked a bullet that was aimed at his heart? It was an iron Bible. <laughs> That's quite a bit. That's right, which made it easier to use as a weapon as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Some people have uh, hidden, hidden in their um, <clears throat> their uh, ivory their ivory canes. Yeah, will have a hollow area. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. He had uh, he had um, <laughs> a version of the Constitution. <laughs> In there. Sort of rolled up. Signed yeah. signed only by him and Ray Kroc. <laughs> <laughs> Who, of course, not only owned the Padres, but uh, helped helped the McDonald's franchise to flourish all over the United States. <laughs> and he used that same cane <laughs> to stab one million Japanese men. <laughs> This is, I'm just reading this directly from his Wikipedia page, yep. by the way. <laughs> What's this? He single-handedly tilted the Pacific Theater of World War II just by hitting Japanese soldiers in his Oldsmobile. That's true. And um, he's also he's also the father of um, uh, Wendy, <laughs> after whom the Wendy franchise is named. And Dave is not happy about it. <coughs> well, she was adopted. As we know. Right, yeah, he adopted her. Yeah. And, uh, but it was actually, uh, it was actually, uh, it was the child, it was the bastard child of Colonel Sanders and Ray Car- Ray Kroc. <laughs> uh, it's, they took turns with the pregnancy. And yeah. of course, Ronald McDonald worked for years as a minstrel for Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Colonel Sanders, we, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually working on a book, True Tales of Colonel Sanders. Yeah? Yeah. Now, do you consider him a fraud insofar as he was born in Indiana <laughs> and yet made made a pretty penny off of a company? Um you know, off of the state of Kentucky. Right. Well, I, I don't know. Did he move to Kentucky when he was young? I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, southern Indiana and Kentucky aren't that much different. That's true. Yeah, that's also probably true. Or do they border? No, they don't border. They do border. They do border. They do border. Ooh. Yeah. Must be uh, a must be an interesting area of the country. Yeah. Hmm. Those are my people. Are those your people? Well, sort of. I mean, is there any substantive difference between there and Mississippi? Right. I mean, let's let's be real here. Yeah. 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 
Let's be really real. Yeah. All hmm. right. So um, I use another cup of coffee here. All right. So that would require me to go upstairs. Are you suggesting this is over? I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't be averse to it being over. Can you, well, just hold off five minutes. Then you can go yeah. and we'll be a little bit done with it. Because you're sick. I don't want it to keep you around if you're sick. You know what I'm sick with? <laughs> Lung chickens. <laughs> you got any other languages on that thing? Can we hear? I mean, can we hear what it is in uh, like, yeah, Ka- uh, like let Kazakh? Let me see what the uh, Belarusian. Okay, yeah. Let's see. Oh, ah, it doesn't give me an option for audio on this. Oh, okay. I can't even read the characters. Okay. Uh, Danish. Let's try that. Oh, this this looks like it could be good. Okay. You want me to lean up? You say you say it yourself one time. Lumkalenja. Uh, <laughs> now let's hear oh, her say it again. No. no. Bosnian. Wow, it's a game changer. Hebrew. Uh, no audio option. <laughs> I can't read that nonsense. <laughs> Irish. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. Oh, there are no vowels in it, right? The second word is scam hog. <laughs> it, it looks like Sacchini scam hog. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like like Celtic, Gaelic. Yeah, but Gaelic. Yeah, but call it that. I think that the Irish people maybe are moving to refer to it as Irish, so they have some ownership. I don't know. I'm not going to allow that. My wife actually uh, just just today she's making a calendar, and the calendar uh, features images throughout of uh, both herself and her mother when they visited Dingle last year. Oh, yeah? They went to Dingle. Lungenhühner. We're going to Dingle. Hold on, this is German. Lungenhühner. 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 You say it again. <laughs> Lungenhühner. Let me hear her say it again. Hold on. <coughs> Lungenhühner. Lungenhühner. Lungenina. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's yeah. good information. Lung chickens. Now, have you seen a... I assume this was diagnosed by a, a practicing physician, right? Yes. Okay. Dr. Death Steve Williams. Dr. St- Dr. Steve Williams? Dr. Death Steve Williams. Dr. Death Steve Williams. But that's different than the original Dr. Death, right? Well, that's... Uh, in my book, Steve Williams is the original Dr. Death. <laughs> yes, okay. Okay, yes, now I know. Uh, Dr. Mm, Dr. Death, Steve Williams was a was a wrestler. Correct. Okay. And physician. Okay. Pulmonary specialist. Pulmonologist. Now, has he seen many cases like this? Four. <laughs> In all his years of practice. 
four cases of love chickens. <laughs> if you had a time machine, mm-hmm. which you would need, by the way, to consult with Dr. Destiny Williams because he died too soon. I guess I should have assumed he was gone. In 2009. If you... Really? If okay. you if you had a time machine though, which again you would have, to, you you need to to meet with uh, Doctor Dusty Williams. Probably not the first thing I'd use it for, but sure. would you use it to go back to uh, go back in time and give and give lung lung chickens to Adolf Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> I might choose Colonel Sanders. Oh, <laughs> well, I think we can agree with the greater villain. <laughs> He, um, would it is that irony? Were uh, Doctor San, uh, Doctor Colonel Sanders, Doctor Colonel, if Doctor Death Colonel Sanders, if if he were to die of lung chickens, is that irony? I mean, killed by his own creation, essentially. I guess if he cre- if we if we're saying he created it, yes, I guess that would be irony. Hmm. Yeah. So he, I, I did not know he. Uh, Do you think that if Colonel Sanders were truly a just and lawful man, that he Mm -hmm. would go back in time and give young Dr. Death Colonel Sanders lung chickens and kill him that way? (laughs) (coughs) This is for the philosopher to grapple with. Yeah, that's right. This is above my pay grade. (laughs) Speaking of your pay grade, how is work? (coughs) What? How is work for you these days? Gratifying. Is it? Yes. I was thinking about something. I was thinking about you in the shower today, Dane. Okay. Whilst I was performing my ablutions. Yes. And I thought... Wait, wait. Your standard ablutions or your dirty ablutions? (laughs) I was thinking this thing to myself. If Dane... If your your kid is going to grow up to be a a teenager at some point. Right. I mean, you, you can't deny it. It's fine, and and then he'll he'll beca- he'll grow out of it. But we know that you have recently moved to mm-hmm. a more compact space. Uh, not, not, not so much more. No, it's not much more compact. But I was curious if if you said like if your son did something and you said not in my house you don't do that. That's what you would say. Not in my house you don't do that. Right. And then yeah. your son would say it's not even a house, Dad. It's a condo. Right. Yes. Do you think that – I mean that's something that a that a teenager would say. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you foresee your son doing that at some point? I think that's reasonable. Okay. Considering he – a lot of his school friends um, are, are, are richy kids mm-hmm. and they have nicer combinations than we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can I can easily see that. Like why are we poor? Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. I got into a fake – Again, I was just imagining a hypothetical argument with my wife okay. where I said uh, something about my house, like not in my house or not in my roof, but it's not my house. Right. She she uh, she now officially um, is a greater asset to our – I mean she was always a greater asset, but now she actually has greater, greater assets than I do as well. She's the bread winner is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean she makes more than 50% of the bread. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're going to if you're going to toil in our business, you you would best you would best marry up financially. I know I could have done better, but she is such a hard worker. Yeah, 
God bless her. She tries, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. All right, Dan. I'm just reading some of, uh, I'm just reminding myself of, uh, some of Dr. Death's finishing moves here on Wikipedia. You said that the, the, the brawl for all killed his career. Yeah, this is the, that. What was the brawl for all? That, that, that must have taken place after I had disengaged. Okay. From the wrestling world. But I am, uh, remembering his Dr. Bomb finishing move now. The gut wrench power bomb. That was. Driver, which uh, Wikipedia tells me is actually a high angle belly to back suplex. Okay. Suplay, as the wrestlers would say. Suplay? Suplay, as actual wrestlers would say, yes. Oh. Did you. Um, he didn't die out. He didn't die at Long Chicken City. Uh, well, I certainly hope not. Mm. That would be. That would be. Crushing. Well, listen, yeah, I'm going to let you go, Dan. I, I also have to go and eat a Reuben sandwich. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Been too short. Too short. It was too short. We should uh, we should meet again though. I have a brief Reuben sandwich story. Okay. I was at a White Sox game, in line for the bathroom. <laughs> the uh, urinals were, the lines were insane, so I decided to stand in line for a stall. Okay. Even though I had to go, I did not have to do number two poopy. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentleman in one of the stalls was seated. Clearly doing a number two poopy. He got up, pulled up his pants, flushed, opened the door, walked out, and was holding in a cardboard container a Reuben and fries. He had taken his sandwich and fries into the stall. Yeah. Lest they be taken by someone else. To drop turds. <laughs> this strikes me as a poor decision. He's yeah. in terms sequencing. Do you think he could have just cut out the middleman and thrown the Reuben right into the toilet? Oh, uh, no. I mean, if a man needs a Reuben, he needs a Reuben. But I'm saying do your business first. Yeah. And then go to the concession. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. A good story. Way to finish it off. Dane, stick yeah. around for one moment, but let's say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, the people. All right. That has been uh, Dane Perry. Thank you, Dane Perry. Thank you. That has been Dane Perry. I'm Carson Sestouli. This has been a... F- this has been Fangraphs Audio. Hold on one second. Don't don't leave this yet. Hold on. Hold everything. Just one second. You still with me? <laughs> yeah. Just one second. Doing some computing here. Alright. One second. The hot radio. All right.